Hey there, are you a happiness seeker? Have you survived trauma and pain? And are you ready to heal and transform? Then stay tuned. You are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast, and I am your host, Nicoleta. Today, we will explore in more depth the fourth dimension of you, your social persona. We will find what is real and what is false in you, and we will get clear on your true sense of identity. We will explore how your identity was shaped by your family, others, and the world, and we will go deeper in understanding how your conditioning and programming have contributed to the formation of your personality and character and to the development of your values and morality. Why is this important, you might ask? Well, you don't want to live an accidental life anymore, right? You've had enough of that, didn't you? You are now ready to live an intentional life, to be the creator, not the spectator of your own life. And to achieve that, you really need to know where you start and where you finish. You need to know who you really are. So let's find that out. Who are you really? Who are you beyond all of these labels that have been placed on you? Who are you beyond your name, your gender, your race, your nationality, your ethnicity? Who are you beyond your education, your titles? your professional status? Who are you beyond your beliefs? This fourth part of you, your social persona, is your false sense of identity. It is what you acquired in time after you were born through this process of education. Your family, the school, and your culture have created rules and norms to make you the person that you are today the person that you were expected to be based on the needs of the society. They decided that you will have a name and that specific name. They decided you will go to school to learn very specific information required by the system. And they shaped not only your mindset, but also your physical look, your emotional patterns and your choices and decisions in life. You could not have been allowed to grow pure and wild in your spirit. Because firstly, your body would struggle with its primal instinctual needs. And secondly, your mind would not have had the flexibility and the discipline to act in ways that that makes your existence beneficial for the world around you. You had to be tamed. You had to be domesticated. And they sold you this identity that they prepared you for. So let's unpack this properly. They sold you this name that you are carrying with you right now and probably you never questioned. In fact, when people change their names, we find it very weird, don't we? People say that they got used to our previous name and they struggled to adjust to the change. And we do the same. And this is how deeply the name is ingrained in our identity. Most people, I would think that if you strip them from their name, they would have a massive identity crisis that some of them might never recover from. 
you know, the, the family, the culture, they sold you your age and you believed it. Although the quantum field scientists have proved that time doesn't exist, it's an illusion, we still count the days based on the Earth's rotation on its axis. We still count the months based on the time elapsing between successive new moons. We still count the years based on, on the full rotation on, of, of Earth around its star, the sun. And we learn since we are little the longevity in our culture. So we see our grandparents dying and we prepare to die in installments throughout life. And then there is this social conditioning around aging, which is highly associated with the physical aspect and the mental abilities, which in our modern times, obsessed with youth and performance, creates discrimination and prejudice in both the Eastern and the Western cultures. The world also assigned you a gender based on the type of genitalia you were born with, which later influenced your physical look. Girls are dressed in pink and red skirts and dresses since they are very little, and boys are dressed in, I don't know, blue and green um, shirts and, and trousers. So the gender is, is somehow established from distance. Only that some people do not really embrace the gender identity that is given to them. They, they don't like the, this gender identity that the society is assigning to them. And they become genderless, or they transcend their given gender into whatever identity they feel more comfortable with. The society also categorized you on, on your race based on your white, yellow, or black skin. Only that, as we learn from the genetic testing labs, and I've done my genetic testing, many of us are mixed race, even if our skin does not show it, because people have traveled in time and they have mixed races through marriage or, or having children outside of the marriage. Your culture also assigned you an ethnicity based on your ancestry and the demographic area of birth, which is another label that separates people and creates differences and inequality. In reality, it is less important what culture you come from and what traditions your people respected, as we learn from anthropology, that across the globe, most people are celebrating birth and death in similar ways. They cherish love and family the same, and they engage with life not very differently. Then those programming you have sold you this illusion of nationality based on the country you happen to be born in. They granted you citizenship and they printed a passport for you, and then they brainwashed you to believe in, in the boundaries of your country and become a patriot. What they have omitted to tell you is that those borders of your country have changed in time because the land has been always conquered by, you know, by different empires over the centuries and millennia. And the indigenous population have been killed and exterminated or forced to give their land, their children, their, their women to those winning the battles. Like Thich Nhat Hanh beautifully wrote in his poem, Call Me By My True Name, we are both the killers and the victims. So we cannot limit ourselves to this delusion of nationality. If you were born in Uganda, you would be a patriotic Ugandese. And if you were born in Italy, for example, you would be a patriotic Italian. So it is all circumstantial and location-based. This conditioning and programming exerted on us in our first years of life has created our social personas the personalities that define our thinking 
and behaviors. We often get so identified with our personality that we don't even consider having another identity. We simply believe we are what we are told we are. However, the personality is our false sense of identity. And only after assiduous inner self-discovery, we can become aware of our domestication. And when we get there, we can keep only what is beneficial to us and strip ourselves from everything that is not aligned to whom we really are inside. But how do we find this? It is not an easy endeavor to become aware of your true self. In our first years of life, we are fully identified with our physical bodies and our physiological needs, which are largely met by our parents and, and caregivers. Then we go to school and we enter a, a learning environment that places extreme focus on, on the mental activities and the memory, which we often mistake as intelligence. And no wonder many people struggle to find out who they really are. Let me help you simplify this process. I would like you to remember that your real self is your essence, your soul, the energy fueling your life, which is always pure, positive, and loving. Your real self is what you find deeper at the core of your being. Your real self is what you find deeper at the core of your being when you have stripped yourself from all of these labels and the entire programming and domestication. To connect with your real self, you need to follow your program mind less and your intuition and inner guidance a bit more. Let's now have a look at how the character is formed. The character is formed by the set of values and principles you live your life by. Your character, same like your personality, is almost defined by the age of three. So whatever you experienced in your first three years of life will be essential to the development of your personality and your character. You have seen your family and caregivers thinking and behaving in certain ways, and you learned through observing and imitating them. So you have in time created a mental map in your brain. Similarly, you have seen people following certain principles and values in life, and you learned what is right and wrong from them. Parts of your personality and character are acceptable to you, and you would like to keep them, but others do not serve you anymore. Perhaps they served you when you did not know better, but they are not aligned with you anymore right now, and they need to go. You need to release them. In the book that I'm writing, I talk about my concept of continuum personality, which explains that people are not born with specific qualities and abilities. They are, in fact, blank creations in development, and they can choose to be one thing or another. In this book that I'm writing, I assert that you are not someone rigid, defined by an MBTI personality test. You are an infinite possibility of human creation and unfolding. And when you live connected with your power, the power of choice, then you can be anything you want on this continuum of human experience. You can be anything between evil and kind, between greedy and altruistic 
between sad and joyful, between angry and peaceful, between doubtful and confident. And this can go on and on with the 4,000 personality traits identified so far, which come in pairs and describe both ends of the continuum of possible human experience. And when you are present, when you live from conscious awareness, you create your inner experience the way you want. And if you know that you can actually create your inner experience, would you create it pleasant or unpleasant? Would you create it hurtful or embracing? This is the difference between being present and being asleep. And these are the boundaries of your being. This is where you start and this is where you end. You are infinite and you can tap on infinite levels of consciousness. And as long as you know that, you are not afraid in life anymore. You are not scared of anything because firstly, you understood the transient nature of things. And secondly, you know your limits and you know that you're flexible. You know that you are supple. You bend and you can change and transform. I have given you my Essential Value Staircase Guide in this week's lesson. Read this PDF before you engage with your self-reflection. It will help you understand with more clarity how you developed your values and morality, what is good for you and what is not wanted anymore. So now that we arrived at this junction, the question is, does this make it easier to answer the question, who are you really? Let me help you further. If you are stripped from everything you do and you have, if you are taken to a new place, different words, where you don't know the language, where you can't communicate as you've learned here and not, where there is no living beings out there, or if there are, they live in a completely different community based on, on different rules and values. So who are you then? Because this is the real what remains when you have nothing that you think you have right now, when you do nothing from what you used to do, when your learned identity is completely dissolved and you come to the bottom of you, to the bottom of whom you are in your essence. In this program, you are working to emancipate yourself, to remove these invisible chains that have trapped you, that still keep you limited and stuck. You are opening your eyes and, and you see life and the world beyond what is false in you, beyond your borders, culture, language, and separation. You know your truth. You know what is real in you. You know that like Lao Tzu said it, the founder of Taoism, um, said it and wrote it in his Tao Te Ching, nothing is yours and everything is yours at the same time. You know that you are no one and that you are everyone at the same time. You know that you are connected to everyone and everything. And perhaps it is only our illusion that we are someone that, and we are perceived as someone. Ram Das said it so beautifully decades ago. We are all nobody. I am personally very happy to be nobody. Yes, the world gave me a name, a title, you know, a multitude of roles, but I am nobody special. I am just a human being struggling to navigate through the avenues of life, privileged enough to have slightly awakened and happy to share my learnings with the awakening fellows like you. This is a journey that you're taking through this program. 
And as you are starting to get in touch more with your true self and operate from your true nature, from your true identity, which is your soul, and not from the identity imposed on you by the world, which is largely focused on, on the physical body and the, the program mind, you are now learning to not attach to the material. And you start to connect without knowing inside of you that you are the same being whether you have something material or not. You are also learning that whatever comes through your mind is firstly a programmed element in your memory. And secondly, it's only a thought or an idea. It's just an option that you have aligned in front of you, an option which you can take or not, because the real power is your choice. It is now your work, your privilege, and your joy to discover your real self, to allow your real self to emerge, and this way to dissolve your personality, this illusion that is playing up in your, in your self-narrative all the time. And at the same time, it is your joy to review and adjust your character, to reflect your true values and, and your real principles you want to live your life by. And when that happens, OMG, you live from a place of wholeness, you live from a place of wholeness, in a sense of yoga, balance, and unity. Open to experience, open to expansion, and open to joy and happiness. You have listened to the Open to Happiness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, show us your love, share, subscribe, or give us a review. Thank you.